Somewhere beyond Over the, sea, the rainbow. Somewhere waiting for me. Come on, Frank. Held on the sand, a golden sand. Nice. Uh. As walking away. As go sailing. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Brooklyn's. My name's Rob Scoggins. This is the topic of conversation. And that's Patrick. And I, that's Patrick, one of Mark Jackson's uh, mini best fans friends. that are here and best friends. BFF. BFF. Uh, <laughs> best dude. Um, I want to welcome so, her. So <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was here for the Patriots after the Patriots game. It was cold. and uh, When they won? Are you grooming me? No, we won. It's very nice. I'm Thank you. I'm getting the lint off your jacket. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Nice. Mm. You've got hey, some did, critters did, on your jacket. Did you jacket. kill it? Did you get it? Mm. Does it taste, taste good? Vermin. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we we came in and uh, it was packed. It was a lot of great energy after yeah. the uh, AFC Championship game. Sure. And Patrick was running around here like crazy, but he helped us. We were like there was standing room only, and he helped us out. And I just remember great customer service. Oh. So pre-show or after the show? You want one now? What are you doing right now? Cool. You want to? Who yeah. should I make it to? Seth. Seth. Yeah. So while we're getting started, everybody, welcome to the original Brooklyn's right here in Colfax. Uh, we're 100 yards away from where the Broncos play, and uh, today's topic is football. But I want to remind you, now that you're here, and anybody who's walking through or anybody that's here and they can hear me, we have free stuff on the table. Please take one of each if you want. Uh, any stuff on the table, you're welcome to take home with you from Zing T, uh, from, uh, there's, there's bars from Mark Jackson's Evolve. Uh, there's stickers and lanyards and a bunch of free stuff for you. Uh, Mark will be signing uh, autographs throughout the whole show and throughout the evening. Uh, they're $5 a pop. Uh, they're great pictures of uh, full color, full black and white when he was on the team and, and played so well. Um, just so you know, Mark Jackson played in three Super Bowls. So, I mean, that's uh, pretty damn impressive right there. So you have a guy who's played in three Super Bowls for five bucks. That's uh, pretty darn good. What a um, bargain. And, what a bargain and, and he doesn't, me. And he doesn't, and he's cut, your, he's cut the price in half, half on what he usually charges at public events. Actually, I uh, took a zero off. He did. He took a zero off. He, they usually charge. He took, they usually charge. It's usually 15. a nickel. Wait, what? Oh, I went. Oh. No, that's no. He went usually the wrong he usually charge ten. He usually charge ten dollars. But for this special event, he's only charging five. Okay. So uh, uh, please uh, come over and see him and have fun uh, after the show. And he's going to be doing a great uh, program. He's expecting more people to come in uh, throughout the evening to yes. be a part of his program back there. But in five, in five, four, three, two, one. My name is Rob Scoggins. I am the host of the Topic Conversation. We are here live at the Original Brooklyn's, and we love it here. We want to thank Di and Jimmy and the whole gang here at Original Brooklyn's that allows us to be here every, every Wednesday night. About Jack and, and tonight, And tonight, um, our, our, our honored guest is, we're going to be talking about football, uh, pre and post, what he did during uh, his time in the NFL and what he's done outside of the NFL. He is Mark Jackson. He played in three Super Bowls. That's right. He played in three Super Bowls, which, uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, he is a, a, a wonderful person, saltier type guy. He'd never met a stranger. Would love to get to know you after the show and, uh, and become your best friend and your BFF. Uh, please welcome to the show, Mr. Mark Jackson. Thank you very much. I don't remember you in the Jackson Five because it was, it was yes. Michael, Marlon, Marlon uh, Tito. Jermaine, Tito, and Jackie. And Mark. There's no... No. The Jackson 6. No, that would be Jackson 7. <laughs> he just named seven of them. Yeah, well. <laughs> did you enjoy that? Yeah, I just don't remember you. I think if, if someone grabbed my balls really tight, I yeah. could probably hit those notes that really? they hit. A, B, C. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's because. Sitting on your balls? <laughs> I actually am. That For just this part of the show. Okay. Just this part of the show. This is, this and is, uh, here we go. Oh, no, now I'm done. <laughs> hey, hey, now I'm back. How are you, Mark? 
Um, but <laughs> I had to, I had to put I that little Rob. joke. I had to put that little joke in there. Um, I threw him a curveball. Now a lot of people, a lot of people. One of the biggest questions I want uh, from the fans who uh-huh. are, who are out there who listen to the show and who are your fans, they wanted me to ask you this question. The ladies okay. mainly. You have a lot of lady fans. You have a lot of lady fans. There's you a lot. Of, there's a lot of lady fans here <laughs> in Denver. It, it's because you're single. That's no, no. I just mean of the Broncos. Oh, yeah. It's oh, amazing. Yeah. Like Julie, I met earlier tonight. She's yeah. a rabid Broncos. Yeah, fan. cradle, cradle fan. I mean, I been mean, since birth. So, can I give you a story? Well, can yeah, go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Is it a good time for a story or later? It's a great time. What was for my introduction introduction to Denver story? Yeah, let's do it. So we get drafted in 1986. The Broncos select Mark Jackson in the sixth round. A out of Purdue University, Mark receiver. Jackson. Yeah, I could have done <laughs> right. that for you. But, no. but actually, it didn't go like that because it wasn't even televised. No, it wasn't. It was like no somebody was in the back room. Yeah. But at any rate, they flew us all out. But Dan Reeves called you, correct? No. No, he did not. He okay. did not. All right. Not the sixth round. He calls the first rounder. <laughs> okay. Got it. Let's get it straight. Yeah, six round. Uh, yeah, six <laughs> round, like whatever. You know. <laughs> Who do we pick? Some, some guy Jackson. Out of some guy out of Purdue. I don't know. Uh, he'll, he'll later make your franchise. Yeah. Uh, at any rate. <laughs> The first place they took us was to the Bronco Complex on 44th and Logan. So right off I-25 is where we used to yeah, practice. Long, yeah, it was a, it was a like aluminum shed box. Like, a, like an IHOP. That was our locker room. Yeah. It was crazy. Mm. I was like, welcome to the NFL. I'm like, <laughs> serious? Well. Now they've got the Valley. Oh, yeah. It's gorgeous. It's crazy. There. Oh, my God. It's gorgeous. But ben, back then, it was 58th and Logan. Drive by there sometime. Yeah. And I think it's the Harley dealership. In, in a, it's got a metal box behind it. But you may not from there, they now. took us and said, we got to go down to the downtown athletic club yeah. for our boosters. And uh, I went there, and we all went there, and it was literally 70 to 80% women. There wasn't very many guys. It a lot, was a lot, mostly a lot of lady fans back there in the, and it was, in I the was, 80s. Yeah, I didn't get it. But, but now you get it. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of women that love football here in Colorado. Because, guys, we wear one jersey till we die. And women okay. will have like seven. Ah, so they have a pink to... one, a blue one, a green one, an orange one. A, you know, for every They're freaking holiday. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's yeah. true. <laughs> I mean, green, pink, blue. Smart. You know, all of February you wear So it's pink. a marketing thing. It's a marketing thing, yeah. Let's go back. My daughter's calling me. Okay. Can we Not, have her on air? No. No. <laughs> so, no, that doesn't um, work. <laughs> no. But it's nice I that she cares. I love my daughter, though. Yeah, go ahead. Hello, Hi. Tiana. Oh, this is Tiana from the going. She's going across the world. She's going to Singapore. Yeah, when is she leaving? She's le- when are you leaving for Singapore? End of July. End oh. of July. So, so this is time. my daughter. I'm on a radio show right now, so you're being broadcast. <laughs> but it sounds like you're in a small and, box. And and you and sound like one of Alvin and, and the Chipmunks. And right TJ, now. TJ, you've met me. Oh yeah. Yeah, we've met. Yeah. Yeah, at the office. Yeah, remember we danced. Wait, no, 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 we didn't, no, we didn't, no, we didn't. You, you were in the bathroom. Wait, you were in the up, bathroom. Patrick you Swayze. were in the bathroom. Sorry. I'll talk to you later, <laughs> we, baby. I we, love you. We didn't make Goodbye. pottery. We didn't make pottery, Mark. I just hung up on my daughter. Mark, we didn't make pottery. We just danced. For the sake <laughs> okay. of radio. For yeah. the sake of good radio. I so let's go back. Let's go back to your early days. Let's early go back. Days. Yes, let's go back to your way childhood. Way back. Way back in Chicago. Here, let me, let me meditate. Ready? Here we go. <laughs> oh, which, which movie, which cartoon was that? Uh, Bill, uh, that is um, that is from uh, all I know is from Twiggle Down, Twiggle Dean. Yeah, they did it, but I also remember it from uh, um, uh, Garth and Brooks. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Garth Brooks. No, no. From the I got friends in Louis. Wayne's World. Wayne's, Wayne's World. World. Oh, that was party time. Excellent. All right, no. all right. So um, let's go back no, to. No, there was a. There let's was go a, back Does to anybody you. help? You should have never took me there. Let's go back well, to your what Chicago. What was the cartoon oh, where it was like they go into this time machine and they like go around in circles? 
Who? Mr. Mr. Wizard. Wizard. That's yeah, it, Mr. Wizard. I wouldn't know that. <laughs> Thank you, Diane. Everybody, give it up for Diane. Everybody, Mr. please. Mr. Wizard. Because my brain, my brain would have collapsed if I didn't get that okay, answer. Okay, let's so. go back to Chicago when you were being Ooh. born and raised. You are the youngest of four, youngest of I three. I was born a poor black sharecropper. Were you really? The, no, no, that's not true. I was born in um, the city of Chicago. Yeah, and you're playing right now. You're one, of, the you're, you're one of three, one of I'm four. I'm one of five children. And you're the youngest. And I'm the youngest by 10 years. By that 10 was years, a mistake. Yeah. No, you weren't. Yes, because all my all my brothers and sisters are one year apart. You were born in love, and then ten years from then was me. Okay, so I got to tell you that story. So, literally, my you know how older siblings kind of rubs it in, right? So they would remind me. I don't have a sibling that old. That's oh, ten years older. Well, they constantly reminded me that I was a mistake. Oh, and as I got begin to got you know get a little older, I went to my mom. It's like, mom, everybody's saying I was a mistake. You know what's up? Was yeah. I was I a mistake? Yeah, and her response was classic it was indelible it changed my life it created my life okay she said no you're my special child look at that everybody go oh big hugs that's so, so nice no, no, think about this this is life right so i yeah. always get philosophical right I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry but life you can make a choice i could have chose chosen to listen to my brothers and my cousins and all my friends and thought of myself as a mistake or i could choose to think of myself as a Special child. Yeah. And guess what I chose? Special child. Thank you. Thank and you, you are. I've done some special things. I think you, because you, of that. Yeah, and, and, and throughout, throughout high school and then throughout, yes. and throughout, you were very bold. You not only went to another state, you could, have, you could have gone anywhere in Illinois probably and done quite well. Illinois State's a fine school. Uh, University mm. of Illinois is a fine ISU. school. ISU. All that good stuff. But you chose Purdue. Purdue University. Over in Indiana, the, the, the terrible Indiana next to well, you. Well, you have to understand, I didn't. The other eye. They didn't choose me. Right. I chose them. Right. I was a walk on. So, you know well, what you're a walk on is? You know what a walk on is? I do. And a, a walk on is someone who takes, takes their, uh, takes their, you know, grabs, them, grabs themselves by the balls and walks on the field and says, I want to play. Is that right? <laughs> I've never heard it described that way, but. <laughs> is that close? How would you. Well, that's no. my interpretation, uh, but how actually, what's yours? a walk-on is a non-scholarship player. Oh, okay. That doesn't ever get to play. So, anyone seen the movie Rudy? Yes. By a round of applause, anybody see that movie? Notre uh, Dame. So, Notre Dame. Well, I was the black Rudy of Purdue. There you go. <laughs> so, literally, I wasn't ever supposed to get on the field. I had my number in how college was thirty-six. That's not a receiver number. <laughs> That's not. What is that? Thirty-six. Is it the water? And there was number? another guy that had number thirty-six that was a starter. <laughs> so it's like. What are you saying to me? You know, just speak, say it to me. Say it. I'm never going to play. <laughs> Don't, yeah. So how did you approach the team? How does someone become a walk-on? You just, you just say, I want to do this. I love, how did you do it? I love, love, even more than Julie. I love, not love Julie, but even more than Julie loves football. I do love Julie. Oh, I'm putting my foot in my mouth here. You are. All right. How did you do I, it? Walk I, us I, through I, how you did it. I really, really love football. So I found that in life, if you can fall in love with something, then you can get pretty good at it because even everybody sucks at first, right? Anything we do. I mean, if you can think back, everything is hard before it's easy. Tying your shoe, hard before it's easy. Driving, hard. Now you, now you can eat a sandwich and put on your makeup and drive with your leg, right? Yeah. So everything's hard before it's easy. But if you love something, you'll go through all the painful setbacks. It's true. And I was a walk-on, so I was the guy that, you know, I was the, the blocking dummy and... Um, so kind I of a practice was, squad guy. We had, we had a little drill where three linebackers had to form tackle one guy. 
and it was always the walk-on guy. They throw him the football, and they'll go left, right, left, and then they say that word that I hated. Hit! <laughs> and when they said hit, it was tackle time, so they were supposed to come up and tackle us. And literally, by the time I did that for three years, and by the time I got to my junior year, I can actually make all three of those guys miss. Who was the coach during your time there at Purdue? I had two coaches. Jim Young was there my rookie year, my freshman year, and then uh, Leon Burnett took over. And who uh, was your quarterbacks? Jim Everett. Scott Campbell was uh, the quarterback. Uh, actually, Mark Herman was the quarterback before I got there. He actually played here in Denver for a season, I think, or two. How did you find Purdue? I mean, out of all the schools you could have gone to. Computer science school. The computer science school. Yeah, okay. I actually, so I moved a lot when I was a kid. I, well, not a lot. But this I was moved back from, in the 80s. Moved from Illinois to Indiana. Yeah. So I was living in Terre Haute, Indiana, home of. There's more. There's, Population seven. Salute, there's, mo- right? there's more adult bookstores per capita in Terre Haute than any other place in the United States. Okay, for the young people listening, that was our Google thing. adult bookstore now. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Just, okay. I don't know. Who's for a listening. family show, it's okay. What's the, yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. Now, What's go, our demographic for this year? Nine to 99. <laughs> okay, there yeah, we go. Yeah, there we go. Um, so tell us how, you know, walk us through your ex- your. Ex- you getting onto walking onto the Purdue football. All right, I got a story. Good. Here we this go. This is a great story. So, I go to Purdue because it's a computer science school. I want to major in computer science. My brother-in-law works for McDonnell Douglas. He's a systems analyst. My brother works for IBM. He's a CE, so he does the hardware part. And literally, I went to school without. I had an academic. So pretty much guaranteed a job when you graduate. Well, that's that was my. That was goal. the idea, right? Yeah, yeah, that was the idea. So. I'm working on a computer science project that everybody was screwing up. So the TA gave us an extra day to get it done. So I'm working on it. It's 1 o'clock. It's 1.30. Practice starts at 2.30. It's 2 o'clock. It's 2.15. I get it done. Boom. I head out of the, the computing system. I run over to the TA's office. I slide the, the, the computer program under his desk. And I start hauling butt to practice. Now, if anyone's ever been on a, a team, an organized team, especially the Big Ten, now we're getting big league, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't go late to practice. No, not Purdue in the 1980s. You, you get sure like, do not. They, no. they have like a, um, you get drawn and quartered. They have all these machines to torture you oh. when you're late, right? Well, that's, so, okay. Yeah, we don't tell everybody the that. The demons of Purdue, this, next on ESPN. Thanks. So I get there, and the whole time, I don't know if you guys have two, do you have two, two people that talk to you? I'm not crazy. I know you guys do, right? Like an angel it's, and a de- an angel and a the other and, one and the person devil? says, oh, "You can do this. You can do this." And the other one's like, "Are you kidding me? You suck!" Right? So as I'm running to practice, the "you suck" guy's getting louder and louder. "You suck! You suck! You suck!" Why are you even going to practice? You know? And literally, by the time I got there, I was so miserable that I didn't, I didn't go to practice. Because you were just a punching bag anyway, right? Exactly. Yeah. So the next day, I'm expecting they're going to make me run stadium stairs. They're going to make me do all this stuff. And I get to practice, and we're in the locker room dressing, and a couple of guys say, hey, man, where were you yesterday? You know? And I was like, oh, man, I was just had a computer program. I was, you know, it's my story. No worries. So I'm heading out to the field. I'm, I'm prepared. I'll run the stairs. I'll do whatever it takes because I love football. And my coach was a, name, a guy named Dick Dellingham. And he was... What year, what year was this? It was 1981. Okay. As I'm about to touch the field, I hear... And my coach used to call me Little S-H-I-T. I don't know. That's what he would call me. You can say it. But it's, it's football. So, that, I mean, you can do that in football. 
1981? In 81. Yeah, exactly. You couldn't even do that today. He called you little shit. He used to... What? Oh, did I say it? Oh, I'm sorry. Does it bring back memories? Flashback. Sorry. Don't don't do that. (laughs) Hey, little... So I stop in my tracks, right? So I'm waiting for him to come read me for missing practice. He puts his arm around my neck, and I'm short. He reaches up, puts his arm around my neck, and he says, you're doing a great job down there on scout team. Keep up the good work. He passed me on the buck. And I go into practice. Well, pat on the butt is like, is like, a, like a, it's like, yeah, it's, 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 like knight, it's like knighting you. It's a football. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a coach saying you're But cool. I realized at that time that no one even knew that I was gone. Oh, it's so sad. This is a sad story. You That'd are, be like not showing up at work. You like are you're, Like you're a surgeon and it's like, you come the next day. You had a surgery the day before. You come the next day and they say, hey, what's up, doc? Yeah. I'm going to call Warner Brothers. I'm going to call Warner Brothers right now because we could do Rudy too, the Mark Jackson story. I literally, we can yeah. because I quit that day. Oh, you did? I packed up all my, all my equipment, whatever I could take with me. I, I walked out of that locker room. I knew I would never go back because I was so insignificant that no coach knew that I missed practice. Oh, my God. That and I, does and I quit. And somehow, it's the Kato's. And uh, somehow the next year... <laughs> Because we didn't have cell phones back then, but somehow Bob Spoo, mm-hmm. one of the angels in my life, Bob Spoo called me up and he said, uh, "This is somebody back back in Chicago." He was he was no he was the uh, quarterback coach at Purdue. Okay, all right. He said we need some bodies for spring ball, and literally he said we need some bodies. I was like, "Well, coach, you know I'm majoring in computer science, and this really not this football thing isn't working for me." Um, and I just said, "I'm not interested." Okay. And then I called him back because I ran out of money. Sure. And I asked him. Can I get a scholarship? He says, well, we don't have any available. But if you come back and you do this, 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 and this. So he gave me this list. Get taller, you know, get faster, get strong. Exactly. Yeah, okay. You, know, you, you suck at route running and so you can't catch. So go, go to space, grow some inches, and come back down. If yeah, you yeah. can do all that. So I did four out of five. You did. Which And, ones did and I went back. The only thing you didn't do was get taller. I, I didn't get taller. I got maybe an inch taller. But literally, yeah, I quit. And then the next year, the whole coaching staff left, including Dick Delahan. The guy who if believes- you're listening to this, uh, Dick, I love you, man, because you really made my life what it is. That's awesome. Then I thought it was miserable, but now I realize. So they all left. They all left. And that left you with no mentor. The only mentor. coach that stayed was Bob Spoo, and he okay. called me up. So Your senior year at Purdue, is that where Mark Jackson became the magic a magic Is that where Mark Jackson became a man? Is that when, it, is that when the magic happened? <clears throat> The Magic Jackson? Actually, four people had to get hurt for me to even get a chance to get on the field. Really? Yeah. I, Did they all? I was terrible, yeah. They all got hurt? Yeah. Four guys wow. got hurt. And all right, here's my, here's my story for my first college catch. So I, was, I would get on the field my senior year because I was good at blocking. And if you're a receiver, you know that being good at blocking isn't really anything to brag about. No. You should be good at catching. You should be good at catching. A lot. <laughs> but the coaches would put me in there on first and second downs. So anybody knows football, those are running downs. Yes? Yes. Yes. So we have crowd participation. So, so usually I'll run off the field on third, third down and someone else would run in. One of the better receivers would run in with the play. Well, on this particular day, the quarterback scrambled to the right-hand side, which was our sideline. And it was second down. He got tackled about three yards short of the first down. But as he got up, the coach gave him the play. So instead of sitting in the play with the other receiver, the quarterback, Jim Everett, just came in with the play. So I'm standing in the huddle waiting for the other guy to come in, and Jim starts to holler out the play. So I'm like, okay, lights, camera, action, baby. I, 
I'm you, in. Did you know the playbook? Did you know it? I did. It was okay. a play. It, the play was designed was for me. For you, okay. So it was just a five-yard hitch. One, two, three, four, five. Stop. Turn around. Catch the ball. First down. Button. Right. Do you remember who you were playing? Who were you playing against? I think we were playing. I think we were playing Illinois. Okay, well that's a big I game. can't remember that. I'm gonna Google it though because you can Google anything. They could, they could Google it for you. You know right you can now. Google yeah, anything. Mark Jackson's first catch. Google that. I'm like what? It's Mark Jackson played basketball. Yeah, no, it's gonna come up some basketball thing. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Mark Jackson wasn't he so, a judge on American Idol? No, yeah, all right. There's a lot of Mark um, Jackson. Yeah, no, he was, that was Randy Jackson. It doesn't yeah. matter. Okay. But go, but go back, <laughs> go back. Squirrel. You have a lot of cousins. You me, have a lot man. of cousins. Okay. Yeah. So uh, go ahead. Where were we? We were at your catch against Illinois. Okay. All right. All right. All right. right, right. Here's so here's what happens. So I go and I line up, and it's a it's a it's a uh, spread right formation. So I'm lined up on the right side once again, which is near our bench. And I'm shaking in my boots because I know if I don't catch this ball, then I'm probably never, ever going to play uh, you know, in a passing situation. Nope. So I'm shaking. I'm a little nervous, but I'm like, I got this. So remember the good, bad? The good's kind of winning out. I got this. I got this. You got this. You got this. You don't suck. And then all of a sudden, I hear, what the hell is Jackson doing in the game? True story. What? My coach. My coach is right there. <laughs> and he takes off his headphones. What the hell is Jackson doing in the game? <laughs> Are you sure it was you, the Jackson? There's a lot of Jacksons on, on football teams. Are you sure it was you? Yeah, he was talking about me. All right, all right. And my, you know, my scrotum tightened up, right? And I'm like, oh, here we go. So now added pressure. Now this one's over here like, you suck. <laughs> you know? I go down. This is true story. I Rudy. go down. One, Rudy. two, three, four, five. Rudy. Turn around. Jim Everett fires the line, you know, laser shot. Boom. I catch it. I turn around. Three guys come up to tackle me, and I swear, they bounced off me like a Marvel comic, like Deadpool. Oh, I like it. Everybody was just flying everywhere. <laughs> I ran for 60 yards on my first play as a Purdue Boiler America. Yeah! Was it touchdown, or was it? It wasn't a touchdown. But it was close. I mean. But 60 yards on a five-yard hit. That's incredible. That's pretty, yeah. yeah. That's incredible. That was true story. I got to Google it, though. So how did. Because most people don't believe what you say. Yes, they do. Because there's a lot of Stop embellishment. No, when I've no. seen shows, man, where guys are no. like, yeah, I used to be 6'8", and I used to, you know, <laughs> I could dunk 360 when I was in high school. Yeah. yeah whatever. Yeah. Can't Ma even touch Mark the rim. Mark Jackson, what happened next is, is, is the sign of the times. It's been, it's been an unbelievable, you weren't supposed to be in the NFL. I mean, people like you don't make the NFL. No. People like you, you aren't supposed to be in the NFL. Um... <laughs> But you did it. You're, you're like a hero to All so right, many people. Story. No, we're, we're going to get there. Hang on. All right. <laughs> you got drafted in, in the sixth round. In the sixth round. Did you get a phone call? Did you get a, did you, because there was no email back then. Did you no get a, email. Did you get a letter? No and, texting. How did they find you? I got a text. No, you didn't. Dear no. Mark was it, Jackson. The phone would be this big. Yeah, yeah back then they <laughs> got the brick. How did you find out? So literally... I was at Indiana University with myself and three other guys that were first-round draft choices. Do you remember him? Do you remember who uh, was there with you? Wayne. Wayne, uh, what was his last name? He was a cornerback for the San Diego Chargers, selected in the first round. He actually died. He played with the Cincinnati Bengals. He, was a, um, he had a Ferrari, and he killed himself oh. driving the Ferrari. Vincey Glenn. Um, and I can't remember who the third guy was. It's okay. They're all defensive backs. But okay. here's Mark Jackson. But they're all first-rounders. They're all at uh, George Talaferro's house, the, the big agent guy. Mm -hmm. And I'm at the hotel. You're just hanging out. With this other guy. 
this other scrub, right? No, would you, did you even did you even think you were gonna make no a team? I, in my brain, I'm you I'm gonna, knew, I'm gonna you, walk you on. Knew, yeah, you knew. I'm gonna do the Rudy thing again, but in the NFL. You knew. That's you, what I'm thinking. I you can knew. Do this. You knew you were in the draft. You put your name into the draft because yeah. No, to, but yeah, they're not gonna draft you. Okay, they said no. There's no way. I played one year at Purdue, really my senior year. And I you played really well. Forty catches. Yeah, that's really good. I played pretty good. Yeah. But Purdue's like, come on, let's face it. Back then, we were like middle of the bit. Yeah, team. I mean, but you, you know, there's been some great people coming at Purdue. I mean. uh you know, great people. Like, you see, and you you're like, mm, and no. Uh, beside, I was going to say, beside you, um, Drew Brees. I mean, is one. And but that's forty uh, years later. No, forty years later. What what calendar are you watching? What what are you on? Drew Brees. No, Drew um, Brees. So here's the, here's like what 10, happened. Ten years later, but that's okay. This true story. <laughs> yeah. So go true back. Story. How did you get drafted? Tell that story. So bring the phone rings in the hotel. So we were up all night. The phone rings. Me and this guy were playing uh, Tunk. Anyone ever play Tunk? the hell nobody it's a ghetto game it's like you know tunk you Wait, just, you got to get three of a kind a right white guy you, in the or, audience knows it That's yeah you're, you get three it's like jim rummy but with two guys playing against each other and you can run anyway <laughs> google it tunk tunk spell it for him spell it for I the crowd i have no idea how to spell okay, it okay i, I think i assume it's like it's tunk, okay T-U-N-K, you don't have to do it now like trunk but yeah. i'm gonna google it now okay but at any rate yeah so the phone rings and i pick it up it's Donald Anderson. He was my roommate the year before at Purdue, and he's the one that introduced me to this agent. He was a second-round draft choice. Great player. Um, Same year as you or before you? He was before me. A year before. He, he went out a year before me. So he says, put on your boots. You're going to Green Bay. And I was like, yeah, whatever. He goes, no, seriously, the Broncos drafted you in the sixth round. You need to call Jenny Ann Carey. Okay. You, write the number down. Okay. What are you doing when they're calling okay. you this? You're just like, what? I don't believe them, so I'm not writing <laughs> you anything down. You think it's a down. joke? You think it's think a rookie joke? Ju- yeah, rookie it's joke. like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a free agent. I already thought that, knew that. You'll go to some camp. Prepare that, for yeah. that, yeah. So I hang up the phone, and uh, maybe about- You just got a job offer, and you hung up the phone? Five hours later, six hours later, it's about eight o'clock at night in Denver, and I get, a, I get these guys walk into the hotel room, so Donald walks in first. He says, congratulations. He, we're, in, we're frat brothers, so he gave me the frat handshake. Uh-huh. What fraternity were you in? Phi Beta Sigma. There you go. I was, go, Mom! I was Sigma Phi Epsilon. I know there's, a, there's a lot of Sigmas that listen to your station, your yeah, show. They love you. They're good. Blue Phi. Hey, huh? <laughs> Whatever. I know it. Uh, so, <laughs> I was, I, these are the longest stories ever, man. Yeah, but it's okay. So, we got plenty so, of time. He, I get done with the frat handshaking thing, and then my agent pops up, and he says, so when are you going out to Denver? <laughs> Seriously? And exactly. <laughs> that's like, what I said. You're like, what? Whatever, right? Uh-huh. He goes, and he sees this look on my face. He goes, didn't you call that number? 303, whatever it was. 303 is us. Yeah, that's Colorado. I was like, uh, no. Because <laughs> Donald was my roommate in college. We used to play practical jokes on each other all so the time. Thought, you so thought he was tripping. Joke, yeah, he right? thought, you thought it was I a joke. I ain't going for that. Yeah. I die for the phone, like, no, slow motion. So I'm dialing Denver. It's, it's 9 o'clock in Indiana. Sure. So it's, so it's, two hour, it's 8 one. o'clock in Denver. Correct. I dial, ring, 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 <laughs> ring. Where, so I'm like, don't the Broncos have a voicemail? Even you have voicemails back then. Sorry, the Broncos are closed right now. We'll be open on Monday at 6 o'clock in the morning. Right. I did. Ring, you suck. Ring. <laughs> It, I swear to God, it rings about six, seven, eight times. Yeah. And if you ever had a phone just ring that long, you you know you want to just hang up, but you think answer machines got to pick up sooner sure. or later. And plus, phones will ring forever back then because it's all ring, you know, ring. landlines. Jenny and Carrie, Denver Broncos. 
<laughs> it was Jenny Ann Carey at eight o'clock at night. She told me later that she had left the office, but the next day she had to prepare something for the media. So she was there. So she came. No, she left. Oh. She forgot it. Came back. And when she came back was precisely the, just to grab something and leave again, was the precisely the time that I called. Wow. So the next day I flew out and all the draft choices, we took pictures with the Rocky Mountain News. Which is no longer here. Um, now, a, a great story. This is another great story, Crazy. folks. Another great story about Mark Jackson. Crazy. That you may not know about him. When he got drafted, he came here, just like any other draft pick would come here. And all of a sudden, he finds out how many wide receivers were already on the team. Yeah. How many? Well, there's 15 drying out that year. <laughs> 15. Dan Reeves, they, they made a rule in the NFL. You can only have like 90 guys come to camp now. But Dan Reeves came from the Tom Landry approach. Yeah, he was old school. Approach. Yeah. So he would invite 120 guys. Yeah. With the whole idea that, you know, people, you don't want your starters to get all wore out during preseason. Uh -huh. And you don't want other teams to get maybe some of these lower round prizes that could be good players. Right there. Yep. So we had literally, I think, 15, 15 or 16 uh, I receivers. I remember reading this. About 15, yeah. But yeah, so here we are. Steve Watson, lock. Huge. Vance Johnson, lock. Clint Sampson, he was a third round draft choice two years before, lock. So there's your starting three. So there's one position left. And then you have practice. So really, yeah. two. Yeah. But well, we didn't have practice squad. Oh, that's back right. Then. You didn't have practice squad back then. So really, one. One, and then they, oh, sometimes they would carry five receivers. Sure. So yeah, pretty pretty steep odds. So, but which is why I quit. This is why you quit. Did you know that? I, I did know that. So you, here's the first. So here's go ahead. On your show. There we go. A Rob Scoggins exclusive. On the top of the conversation right here at the original Brooklyn. Ta -da, uh, breaking story, never been told before. And Mark Jackson, what is the news? So I get fed up with Greeley. Monfort's cows are stinking. I can't breathe. Mike Shanahan was the receiver coach back then. He's all over my ass every day. And I'm thinking, uh, I have a degree, so I, you know, I don't need to do this football thing. And you have a good degree, too. It's computer science, 1980s. So, Are you no, I didn't. I, nope. See, you nope. have some oh, bad information. Oh, oh, sorry, right. I started in computer science. <laughs> you didn't finish, I remember. I didn't finish in computer science. All right. Public relations, which is kind of what I'm doing right now. It's exactly what you're doing right now. Perfect. So I make this plan for escape. So after the, the last practice, everybody goes to do film study. So as everybody went to do film study, I went to the parking lot. And I wasn't going to tell anybody. I was just going to hop in my car and leave. And that was my plan. So I had everything packed up in my car already. And I walked into my car, and I'm feeling good about my decision. Remember the two deals right there? Yep. Feeling good about this. And this guy goes, hey, Jackson, where are you going? His name is Bill Angel. Can't, like, can't make that up. The guy who, who yells his name, it was an angel. Bill Angel. Angel, huge, huge, huge Broncos fan. He was at every practice with his kids and his wife, Susan. And they would always come to practice, or Don, I should say. They would always come to practice. And he comes running up to me and he goes, what, what are you doing? You guys have film stuff. He knew our schedule better than I did. <laughs> you, you're going to get fined. He even knew we got fines, right? Sure. He was like, you're going to get fined 500 bucks. And I'm like, how the hell do you know this stuff? I mean, Bronco fans are like just crazy. Yeah. So he gives me this story of how he would give his right leg to be able to just try out for the Broncos. And how could I just destroy away that opportunity? He made me feel like about that big. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? 
Well, he's your, he's your guardian angel. And literally, I turned around, and I went to meetings, and was, as I was going to meetings, I was mad because now I was going to have to pay a $500 fine. <laughs> and I remember, I was a six-round draft choice. So pretty much, that was my salary for the week. That was it. That's your <laughs> that, per I mean, that's, that's about what we were making. Yeah. So I was like, well, this is a wasted week. And as I'm walking back, I get over to the uh, hall that we watch film in, and everybody's outside. And remember, folks, this is in Greeley. This isn't in Dove Valley. This, this is, is in Greeley. It's crazy. Greeley, Colorado. Everybody's outside, and I'm like, Murr. I walk up to everybody, <laughs> and they're like, where were you? And I'm just like, well, uh, long story. What's up? Oh, the lights are out inside. <laughs> so once again, nobody knew I was gone. No one knew we were gone. <laughs> the lights came on. I went to practice, and the rest, as they say, is history. It's history. So I quit twice. You did quit twice. What does this tell you? That you're a quitter? No, no, <laughs> no, 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 it no, does. no, no, no. Quitting is okay, kids. If you're listening to no. me right now and you want to quit, just quit. Everybody deserves a second chance is what it means. Even adults. Even adults. Quit. Stop if you it. hate your job, just quit. Because they're going to want you back. You're gonna, somebody's going to say, where are you going? Great story, Mark Jackson. True on, story. On how, very true story. And I can document it. Now, Dan Reeves, I had the pleasure of, of working with him when he was at, at the Dan. Falcons, uh, when he was with Who's the Falcons. <laughs> now, you do a pretty good invitation to him. Um, so let's do, let's do Dan Reeves. That's all I can do is schedule. <laughs> That's it? That's Atlanta. That's how people down south Atlanta, say schedule. I'm, I'm Dan Reeves. Sched, uh, schedule. 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 Yeah. When... When you found out that, you know, how do you find out on the Broncos whether you make the team or not? A lot of fans, especially who, who emailed me, because, you know, in baseball, I know baseball, in baseball, they put a little card in your locker and you're done. That's yeah. it. You got to go. Um, or, you know, in the movies, when we see the movies, and I'm sure a lot of the fans here have seen football movies, they walk, the, the assistant coach walks through the halls and says, coach wants to see you, bring your playbook. Yes. Is, is that the way they do it? Well, that's the way you know you're not on the team. Right. That's what I meant. <laughs> they but don't I mean, tell you, no, they don't tell no you I know. But I mean, is that, is that how they if, did it back then get, still? If you can get through not being on the team, that means that you're on the team. On the team. Right. Correct. Yeah, so they, right. Would do it at, they would do it at breakfast. Okay. So needless to say, most people, week two, three of preseason, you know, week four. They start getting the Breakfast. They eat, you eat less and less breakfast. Yeah. Breakfast has so, less and less people at it, right? So as you walk <laughs> down to breakfast, one of the coaches is sitting right there by the door and they'll say... Coach needs to see you bring your playbook. Wow. Right there. Yeah. So after a really good meal, like pancakes well, like and bacon. I, like I said, most people didn't eat towards didn't the eat, end yeah. as you get towards so the you end. You get more nervous. Yeah. Yeah. So when you, when it came time to the last preseason game and the last thing, and you realized, holy heck, I am not going to get that, hey, coach wants to see you I'm bring your playbook. I'm going to make this team. When did it hit you? When did you call your mom? When did you call your friends saying, I think I'm going to be playing for the Broncos this season? When did that hit you? It was, it was probably a week before. We're playing the Rams. I know this team for sure. This is when they were in L.A. This is when they were the L.A. Rams. Yeah, and now they're the L.A. Yeah, Rams. I'm dating there. myself. Yeah, now they're, <laughs> no, It doesn't matter. They're yeah, back. The L.A. Rams. <laughs> but uh, we were playing them, and Scott Stamp Cabbage was a quarterback preseason, the last preseason game, and uh, um, the next to last preseason, third preseason game. And I have, there's a play called Quick 80, and there's a play called 80. Quick 80 is like, Quick screen. You take one step, God throws you and the ball. And that's your number. Right. 80, however, is the five-yard hit. Same play I was talking about at Purdue. So here I go again. So the, the, the play call was 80. But in my brain, I'm thinking quick 80. 
So I go line up and I do a quick, quick screen. And but, of course, the quarterback's not ready to throw. He goes one, two, three steps. Was it Elway? Of, it was Scott Stan Oh, Cabbage. Scott Stan. Okay. Remember, I was a, I was right. a rookie, I so, so I'm playing with the, the third, scrubs. You're yeah. on Spain on third team. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> so he's not ready to throw the ball. I'm standing there like an idiot. And now he's going to throw me the ball. But the cornerback's like, hey, you know, it's a quick screen. He starts, to, he starts coming up. And I'm thinking he's going to pick the ball and run for six. And I'm definitely not going to make the team. So I started running towards the quarterback as he threw me the so ball. So you improv. You did, your, you did your improv, which you're famous for. So Improvisation. Here we, here we go. The Mark Jackson improv. I running. catch the ball running with his feet. I run down the line of scrimmage. Literally, I didn't go up the field. I'm just running down the line of scrimmage. I come out somewhere where the guard tackle gap is, and I go for 70 yards. Now, you can Google that. It's in the, it's I'm in sure. the paper. And that's what, that's what got you to go. But that's the, what the, newspaper, the, the newspaper the next day, they basically said that Butch Johnson was out, Jackson's in. Is so that, you think that's some the, of the some of the high, uh, some of the, the top reporters, Joe Sanchez, Dusty Saunders, uh, Dusty was uh, there. Uh, Neil or not Neil Armstrong? What's his name? What's uh, is he here anymore? No, uh, but uh, he did some radio. I know who you're talking about. He's gonna kill me. What's his first name? Jim Armstrong. Jim Armstrong. Okay. See, we got some Bronco fans so, here. So there. Thank you, John. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we invited John. So, Mark, from there, is that the play and during practice that sealed your fate to be? That was team? it. That that did it. You Guarantee knew, you. You knew that did it. There's like this guy's got skills. Okay. He ran the wrong route. He's dumb, but he's got skills. Another great story, which a lot of people don't know, back then in the '80s when you first started, okay, mm -hmm. um, people weren't make guys weren't in, in at your you know weren't making that much money. They were making a lot of money. Rob, I thought we but weren't going to talk about this. You said you could What about the levels. Remember, you were going to talk about the levels. No, man. Okay, we're not going to talk about the levels. I made 60 grand my rookie year, okay? Pretty I good. I thought I was rich. Pretty good. <laughs> I made $60,000. But talk about your, talk about that little, you remember you gave me the story of, you know, 60,000 all the way up to free agency. You remember yeah. that story? Yeah, so I went from 60,000 to 80,000. The next year. To two hundred thousand, to three ten, I think. Only in the NFL can you get like pay raises like that. It's yeah. pretty cool. Pretty awesome. They should have that like at McDonald's. They should. So here, you're hired, eight dollars and seventy five cents an hour, and then in the next season, 12. you did a great job of serving hamburgers. We're going to give you a pay increase, two hundred and forty dollars an hour. Yes, yes. Go Starbucks. <laughs> um, but and then when. Huge success with the Broncos. John Elway, John Elway loved you. Um, your, your teammates loved you. Um, everybody, yeah. your fans liked you, loved you as yeah. well. Um, you played in three Super Bowls. Yes. Um, you played in three Super Bowls, which a lot of players don't get to do. And you really weren't on... Super just, Bowl moment. Can I, I give mean, you a Super Bowl yeah, moment? but I just want to say one thing. You were, not on a, you were never on a bad team for your whole career. Uh, worst season I had was eight and eight, and that's with the and we beat and the Patriots every year. And we that's played with them. the Colts, guys. That's with the Colts. His no. last season was eight and no. eight. No, eight and eight with the Broncos and the and the Colts on your last year. Ooh, From yeah, what? that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So damn, what are you doing? Googling me? I yeah, I, I, know, I didn't even I, know that. I know a lot about you. He must have googled me. So you're you you with the eight and eight with the Broncos and then eight and eight with the Colts. So I mean that was your worst season, and that gets you into the playoffs now, folks. Eight and eight gets you in. So he never really played on a bad team. So, um, Super Bowl you know why? No, because you're, you're good. Because we had good players. You did. Because we loved each other. And we loved good. it each other. 
So here's my Super Bowl moment. And which Super Bowl are you choosing? 1987. Against? So it's 1986. We're playing the Giants. It's the first Super Bowl. So we just come off the were, drive. And you were 23 years Cleveland, old. Cleveland, the drive. So we go to New York. Or so we go to uh, Pasadena. And so they're, they're doing the pregame stuff. They have all this hoopla going on. And then instead of the national anthem, Neil Diamond starts singing, We're coming to America. Today! We're coming to America. To pay! <laughs> what? That's the version I know. My country to the V. Sweet land of credit cards. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm sorry. I was like, so you guys don't know, I was, <laughs> I'm, my skin tone is black, but I'm really a white guy. You are. Because I grew up with Neil Diamond. Yeah. And I grew up in Terre Haute. Gilligan's Island in, in Terre Haute, Indiana. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. So, so when Neil Diamond, so, hey, look at the way she's selling herself. What a wondrous sight to see. People hurry on down from every town. Have a look at the Robert E. Lee. Hey. Proud and strong and made to be free. That's Neil Diamond. You guys don't know that? I was waiting for everybody to join in. Di knows it. I got the, the sun the, in my eyes and the, the wind in my face. And the, the general manager of, the, of, the, of Brooklyn's knows it. I had that. So I listened to that every night. Because it was my roommate's album, so I didn't have any albums. So, so we I, listened was to that. Your, was your roommate white? No. Oh. Another black white guy from Terre Haute. Okay. Very cool. <laughs> Not cool at all. Terre Haute. <laughs> so no, Neil, Neil Diamond's like playing. I'm like. And you're at a Super Bowl. At the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then like the Blue Angels like go. And you're playing the it Giants. It was the first time they did that. I've never seen that. Now they do it. It's pretty customary. Phil Simms. Everybody's waiting for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. But back then, nobody knew what was going to happen. So I'm sure a lot of people crapped their pants because they were like, that high over the stadium. <laughs> and sure. they go by. Freaky. So that was my, that was about the highlight of the whole. <laughs> that was it. Because it, yeah, it was a tough game for you guys. Yeah, we lost. So it was John Elway, <laughs> Phil Simms, correct? John Elway versus Phil Simms. And actually, the first series, uh, I was still the rookie guy. So first series, we had third and 18. And uh, they called me in the play. It was a three-wide situation. And I ran the same route that I ran in Cleveland when we had a third and 18. I caught the first down. And I'm like fired up. And I didn't get back on the field again the first half. So it was well, you played. kind of funky. It was fun. You were 23 years old. So, I mean, that was a yeah, young man. You, you Googled me, man. I like you. Aww. You did some research. We're friends outside of this. All right. What's you know? my birthday? I don't know. What's my favorite color? I don't know. What's my favorite dessert? July 23rd. Who said that? John Cato wins a zinc tea. No, don't do, ah, you're, don't throw cans. Um, <laughs> he saw a lost scene. Like, what Did you doing? see his face? What? He's like, Not no. After the show and the cameras off, you might hit the, cl- oh. <laughs> the TV. You played in three Super Bowls. You Brennan, had, you had, you an, you had an incredible career. No, you had an incredible career. How did the nickname, who coined the nickname The Three Amigos? Who gave you guys the that three, nickname? It was The Three Negroes. No. At first. No. No, I just it. kidding. No. They're, they're looking like, really? <laughs> they're like, no, not in this day and age. The Three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're playing Which Chicago is- Bears, 1987. Okay. Monday night football. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Monday night football. Dun, dun, it's the Broncos versus... The, the Bears, the, the Bears, Chicago Bears. And you, you guys beat them, right? With the fridge. No, here's what happened. It's a crazy game. So uh, they had a third and like, they were like right at the goal line. Yeah. Third and, third and like two or three. Yeah. So they lined up the fridge in the backfield. You guys remember when they used to do that? The Bears? Dicka. So they had just won the Super Bowl. They had, yeah. Two years before. Sure. So I'm from Chicago. So just backtrack a couple of quarters. 
like when a game started, they had the ball. Walter Payton runs a sweep to our sideline. Dennis Smith, Carl Mecklenburg, the whole team tackled them out of bounds. And what happened? I ran over and picked them up. It's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Payton. I mean, I was serious. Of, I'm a Bronco fan. Yeah, I'm a Chicago. Yeah, Chicago guy. And then I realized you, you're really not supposed to do that. No, no. They're the other team. It's Monday Night Football. But I remember lining up on that side. I was, you know, starting at that time. And I lined up on that side early in the game, and Mike Dickett was screaming at Durison, who was the safety, about, you know, his position and whatever. And I'm looking over, I'm like, this is Mike Dicka. <laughs> this is so cool. Hey, this is a cool, cool guy. Hey, yeah. Can I get your autograph? So later here? in the game, it's the fourth quarter. They give the ball off to uh, Fridge. He fumbles. Mark Haynes picks it up. We drive down, score. Broncos win. But in that game, Van scored, Ricky scored, and I scored. So. And that's what did it. Three amigos. Who coined it? Who do you remember? Vance did. It was a publicity stunt. He said that John did. Vance. John Vance. never called us the three amigos. John, John doesn't John, know Spanish. He John didn't Elway, know any Spanish. John Elway did he not. He went to Stanford. He's pretty smart, but he doesn't know. C. <laughs> so, he knows taco, burrito. Yeah. yeah. But he knows how to enchilada. order stuff. Yeah. He might know that. But John Elway did not get he the nickname. He did not say, hey, these are my three amigos. Okay. Let's run to the border. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. John, can you Beep. see John saying that? No. Can you see Vance saying that? Yes. Yeah, Vance yeah. did that. That was Vance. Who are the other two amigos? Can you tell people? Um, well, I said one. Yep. Vance Johnson. Vance Johnson. And CJ Villa. CJ. See, I can say his name right. It's not Villa. It's Villa. Villa. And he, they Ricky both, they, both, both those guys live in Florida. Um, and, and I'm and here you guys freezing put, my balls off you, in Colorado. But you guys, What's going but on? But you guys man? had a reunion two years ago. Uh, for the 25th anniversary of the Three Amigos. It was, was it? No, it was, yeah. Yeah. When was that? And you yeah. guys did a Taco Bell commercial, which was we really did. funny. So you guys can oh. Google that. The Three Amigos Taco Bell commercial. For These the guys 20, are local. 25, 25 year anniversary for the Three Amigos. Yeah. Um, we, are, we are on a campaign, and I want all the people who are out there who are listening, and the people who are here at, the, at Brooklyn's, and then just fans, uh, and of course, super fans sitting right there, to help them get into the ring of fame as the Three Amigos. Wait a second. Stop. So, Wait, time out. You just said we are on a, where's the we are on a campaign come right from? here. Oh, just now you just yeah. created it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I and am I was like, it's like, I, I am running. Oh, I, I didn't get an email. I, I'm I, looking at my text right I now. I am running for president. No. Okay. Uh, so we are starting it right here at the original Brooklyn's right here on June 1st. Okay. 2016 to get the three amigos as the three amigos into the ring of fame as, 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 as the three amigos, wouldn't that be fun? Well, how the, what would they wouldn't do that the be plaque? fun? So they here put on we go. the plaque, three amigos. Three amigos, and your names would be your your last names. It would be, could right be that. Steve Martin, Chevy Chase, and Martin Short. There you go. And we're gonna do it, and they're gonna get in. There you go. Because yeah, because Martin Short's starting a new you know sitcom or whatever this year. So they, like those Short. are the other three amigos. Um, when when we come back after break, uh, we are gonna talk to Mark Jackson about what he's doing after Great. football, and we're gonna talk a little bit about. Uh, what his friends are doing, what he's doing, and what he's doing to help hunger after the break. My name's Rob Scoggins. You're listening to The Topic of Conversation, and we'll be back after this message. You can get autographs right now for $5. Thanks. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. I am Rob Scoggins. I'm your host of The Topic of Conversation right here at the Original Brooklyn's every Wednesday night. Come down and join us. We want to thank Di, Jimmy, and all the gang here at the Original Brooklyn's 100, mile, 100 yards away from where the Broncos play. 
just want to remind you to visit us on Facebook at the Top of Your Conversation, also at thetopofyourconversation.com. Listen to other shows besides Mark Jackson's. Right over here, we have free stuff. And don't forget, we are the official, we are the, uh, our official drink of the show is Zing Tea Energy. Try Zing Tea Energy on me. You can grab one right there before you go. Uh, they're absolutely free. They're also sold all over the United States and Canada. Grab one at any local um, gas station or supermarket. Zing Tea, that's xingt.com. Check them out online. And uh, just to let you know, we will be here next week and all throughout uh, July and August, and we hope to stay here as long as we can. Forever. And forever, every Wednesday night. So check us out. Come back and see us. We'd love to see you again. What show do you have next week? Uh, we have Laura Compentant. She is going to be, she helps, she helps people find uh, homes when they come, uh, oh, artists, awesome. artists like, you know, people who are artists and, and, uh, and, and producers and people in the, in the arts industry help find homes. It's kind of mm. fun. Interesting. So you should be here. Um, we, I will. We have. Because uh, I'm an artist. We have. And I need a home. We I'm have, homeless. <laughs> you are not homeless. Right. Uh, Mark Jackson lives downtown. Don't stalk him. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking to Mark Jackson. He played in three Super Bowls with the Denver Broncos. He had an illustrious career with the Denver Broncos as one of the three amigos, one of John Elway's favorite targets. And also, if you if you Google it right now, you can watch the drive against the Cleveland Browns, and uh, and it's a wonderful memory uh, for a lot of Bronco fans. Also, he also played two years uh, with the uh, Giants, and then he played one year, I believe, or one and a half years or whatever, one year with the Colts, and then he went on to uh, his illustrious career and retirement. Um, how is retirement for you? You never retire. If you retire, you die. Really? Yeah. Yeah? S especially in football. Yeah? Now you're, you're... No, so after, yeah, after my football career, yeah. a lot of cool stuff happened. Like, I went on like a three-year vacation. That's nice, isn't it? It's weird to have the summers off, isn't it? <laughs> it kind of sucks, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, a what? Withdrawal. So now what do I do? Mm -hmm. Were you happy for the team when they moved on and, and, John, no. and John Elway moved on and won this couple Super Bowls? I did not watch football for like six years. Really? So you missed it? Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to, I still kind of wanted to play. Yeah. So did you want to coach? When I, I watch, I would see pieces of the game, but I, I didn't make it in, in any effort to actually watch I didn't watch a full football game, so I watched fourth quarters of games. And I still love football, but I love playing football. So even as a kid, I wasn't really a big fan of the sport. I just love playing football. Sure. Did you so. want to coach after you, you, you were out? Did the Colts offer anything? Did the, 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 the Giants, did the, did the Broncos offer anything? Hey, come and no, coach No, I for didn't. Us? You know, hindsight, looking back, I wish I had mm -hmm. because I do love football, and, and I have coached since then. And it's great just to put cleats on and be in the grass and hang around, you know, Weird people. <laughs> yeah, football yeah. players are pretty weird. The best thing about Mark Jackson, you may not as know far this. As people you, go. you may not know this about him, but he is a part of the alumni association for the Denver Broncos. They have a big event coming up next week: the alumni golf, which has already sold out and made a ton of money uh, to help the cause. Which is the cause this year? Cleats for kids. Cleats for kids. So last year we gave seven hundred and fifty, I think, pairs of cleats to kids in the police athletic league, which is. So awesome, because I mean, I grew up in the projects of Chicago. We didn't really get into that a lot, but I grew up pretty poor. My mom was a single mom, didn't have a high school education. She raised five kids, which is still to this day, I have no idea how she did that, because I didn't feel like I needed anything or I never felt like I was deprived of anything. But um, to get new cleats for some, I mean. Pretty special. Yeah, I had to. All right, so by a show of hands, actually by a round of applause, who had tennis shoes when they were a kid that weren't made out of rubber? They were like made out of plastic. And when it was, <laughs> no. we call them bobos. There was like $3 for a pair of tennis shoes. Here you go. You know, 
That's what I wore. So to get some new cleats from Nike, I mean, Nike joined with us last year, which made it even bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, yes, but, but, awesome, the, awesome but the, alumni, the alumni association is going strong. Billy Thompson and the gang over there. Uh, uh, our who, president's Lilo Lang. Lilo Lang, um, sure. Odell Berry. Mike Harden's involved. Mike Harden. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of great guys, including you. Carl actually was on the board for a while, but he's, he's too popular now. Yeah. He, like, speaks. Yeah, he does. Carl, know. are you listening? <laughs> Come back, Carl. Please. And it's the 10th annual uh, event over there, 10th annual golfing event. So that should be a lot of fun for you guys. It's next week, um, which I believe They're is walking the across my shot. Which I believe is the sixth. Who is this guy with the Bronco shirt walking across he, my shot? He's a fan. There's nothing wrong with that. Good Lord. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on in the NFL today. The NFL today is friend. the NFL today today has changed so much. Yes. Um, congratulations to the Broncos for being winning the, the world champion Denver Broncos. Broncos 50th. They won the 50th. And what, what the Broncos and what Elway and didn't know is that you actually got the 50th trophy too. The one that little said 5-0. Yes. They gave that to you too. Yes. They gave that to the Broncos as well. Um, you can see all that stuff over at Dove Valley if you want to. Uh, they do tours and they allow you to go over. They also do tours over at Mile High uh, Stadium, which is to be named later. It's like it's Mile High Stadium yeah, it's, to uh, be named to be named later. I think we should call it Brooklyn's at Mile High. I like that. That's by Mark Jackson. Where's, you hear that? Hell yeah. You guys ready to pony up for that? But Brooklyn's Logan? Brooklyn's is I already so. <laughs> Brooklyn's is already at Mile High. It's just it's stroke right a check and it's Brooklyn's <laughs> at Mile High. Um, another thing you made I, I like that. I did. Brooklyn's so, at Mile High. It sounds nice. It's better than Sports Authority Field yeah. at Mile High. I know. Isn't it, fat, isn't it sad that both both companies have gone bankrupt, Invesco and... All right, let's not call it Brooklyn's. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I don't want that. Uh, forget it. It's a jinx. Forget it, forget it, it's, like jinx. The, it's like the Sports Illustrated jinx. And we've been around for 44 years coming up in December. Yeah. Yeah. For Brooklyn's. Yeah. That's unbelievable. For, round of applause. For Brooklyn's. Let's talk yeah, I about... Mean, I mean, I'm really appreciative of that. Diane and I was talking earlier because I owned a restaurant for 13 months. I think I think... <laughs> Like 15 months. And it's so 44 years. Yeah. 15 months. And his favorite, his favorite food there was a steak called the mistake, right? No, we had cold wings and hot beer. Oh, Everything was go. backwards. It was, it's called scribbles. Yeah. Okay. It's now the melting pot. I will not walk into that establishment. <laughs> I've never been in there. Well, melting pot. Because the hardwood floors in there, these have beautiful hardwood. The hardwood floors at the melting pot came out of my pocket. Oh, my goodness. They should 40 G's. You should go sign I'll them. never forget that. The NFL has changed so much since you were in it. Um, obviously, it's become unbelievably popular. Um, yes. the, the, it, it is a year-round sport now, from the, from the combines to the draft to everything that happens in the NFL. The only, the only month they don't own yet is July, and I'm sure they're going to try to get that one. Mm. Um, but uh, we'll see. My thing is, uh, with you, what are the changes you've seen that you like and what are the changes you've seen that you don't like? And we've got about two minutes on that one. Wow. I like the fact that they've opened up the game. So back in the day, you know, second only to the quarterback was the running back, right? So you had the Walter Paytons, the Emmitt Smiths, the Gale Sayers. I mean, if you look at the annals of football, most of the guys in the Hall of Fame are quarterbacks and, and running backs. Correct. And, you know, just because of the, the huge collisions that, are, that occur in football and the fact that linebackers and linemen aren't just big fat guys anymore. Now they're like J.J. Watt. I saw a picture of J.J. Watt. He tweeted or something. That guy is like chiseled. He's like a big brick. I mean, he like is. a He's huge. huge. Used to be guys were like fat. You know, they, they just ate a lot just because they had that weight. The fridge, know. the refrigerator. So, yeah. yeah, so exactly. Yeah. So now there's bigger collisions. So now they've opened up the game where the receivers can do anything they want. Oh, my goodness. If you touch them, it's past interference, right? Flag. 
Yeah. Yeah. They can go across the middle. They don't have to worry about the big collisions that right. we got and the dislocated wrist. And the some, of your fan, some of your fans want to know, can you dance? Can you dance? Absolutely. It's amazing because... If what you, what let, dance style are yeah, you talking about? Any, any dance. So it's amazing. If you watch Dancing with the Stars, the football players who are on it are running backs and wide receivers, and they win. You put, you put, you put, uh, you put linebackers don't win. Linebackers don't win because Vaughn got kicked off. But they I like Vaughn though. Yeah, but but the wide but receivers, you guys can dance, and is, I, it seems is, like uh, the better wide receivers, you the better dancer you are, the better wide receiver you are. Is, is Antonio Holmes? Is he on this still? He's still on. I, I don't watch I don't, TV. I don't so know if it's still on. I see. It but on he YouTube. he made he made it very far. Okay. Yeah. So are you a good dancer? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I can tango. You can tango. I can merengue. Nice. I can do the cha-cha. Oh my goodness. I can do salsa. The ladies are going crazy. I can do a little um. So here's a joke. All right. We're up at Lover's Lane. Okay. And the police officer's going by and he's knocking on the window. <laughs> what are you guys doing in there? He says, We're doing the cha-cha. <laughs> he goes, oh, okay. He goes to this other car shaking, shaking, shaking. What are you guys doing in there? He says, we're doing the salsa. I said, okay. Knocks on another window. What are you guys doing in there? The bossa nova? This lady sticks her head up. No, I'm just doing the boss a favor. <laughs> hey, ho, hey, hey, how you, do? how you doing? They don't get any better than that. <laughs> That's, the jokes hey. are free. Laugh, please. Mark Jackson, do you, think the NFL, do you think the NFL has gotten more violence? Where did that come from? We're talking NFL. Yeah. That's okay. Oh, you brought up dancing. I brought up dancing. Okay. Um, um, has the NFL gotten more violent since you played? Oh, absolutely. I, I think, well, once again, you have just better athletes. So when I played, we were like livestock. <laughs> they didn't really care. Mm-hmm. They'll feed you grub, right? You eat anything. Now they have nutritionists and chiropractors and acupuncturists and massage therapists and the official, you know. Pretty pampered. They, yeah. Pretty and pampered. they understand that we're not livestock. We're actually, you know, instead of treating you like livestock, they treat you like an Olympic athlete. How you many, know, how your many, asset. Exactly. how many of your friends um, throughout the, your, your, your illustrious career in the NFL, how many of your friends have gotten um, sick or, or body sick or the, uh, the brain oh, sick? How many of them? It's terrible. You know, I'm 52 this year, so I'll be 53 in about a month. And as I get older, I'm finding more and more of guys that I play with are passing away. So the average age of a football player is about 56, 57 years old. But I think worse than, than checking out, which is bad, you know, you're not here anymore, which is sad, is to actually still be here, but without your mental capacity. Like guys like Tony Dorsett, and I've seen, uh, I don't know if you've seen the movie Concussion. Yeah, of course. But, uh, I watched a movie, and the movie was, it was fairly boring, but people kind of enjoyed it for the Did information. Did they highlight one of your friends? I mean, somebody you worked with was, was highlighted was, in the film? No. All right. No. You've had a friend who's gone through that and has passed? Oh, I've, I've had lots of friends that have gone through that. And the fact of the matter is there was a PBS special that was, uh, that was much more detailed, and it just brought the light that the whole idea of this, you know, this sport is it's pretty dangerous, and it's really hazardous to your health. But... You know, we in America love our football. So. And we pay these athletes. They pay the athletes very, very well. And yeah. the athletes know that going into the sport. They know. They well, have they to know. Well, they didn't. They do now. And, you'll, and you're seeing a lot of athletes. Like last year, I think two guys actually retired or played a couple of years. And as these reports are coming out, one of the linebackers from San Francisco comes to mind. 
uh, says it's not worth it. It seems uh, to be more linemen. Is that correct? More defensive and offensive Well, linemen, linemen are hitting every play. They're playing, hitting every Every play. snap, they're making a collision. Receivers, you're lined up way out there. You're fairly safe. You run down the field 10 yards. Act like you're going to block somebody, but don't really do that. And then you go back to the huddle. So <laughs> it's a lot of the guys, right? But so, yeah, a lot of linemen um, running. And that's why running backs' careers are very short now because sure. they're just these huge collisions. You were talking about nutrition. You were talking about how the NFL now has nutritionists. They have, a, they have uh, all this stuff that goes along with the, helping the human body because we are machines. Going back to school, Schoolhouse Rock, I'm a machine, I'm a machine. Um, and then you are into helping people get healthy too now. Absolutely. That is your passion. That's what you're doing now. Tell us a little bit about what Evolve does and what you're doing with it. So I'm working with a company out of Dallas. Uh, it's a Dallas-based nutrition company called Evolve. Everybody say Evolve. Evolve. So we're all evolving, of course. Um, some people are going downhill and some people are actually getting better. I, I feel like I'm getting better. I'm on it. Do? I patted my stomach. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can I do that? Yeah. Little Petite Buddha. Yeah, Ooh. there we go. No, stop. Stop it. You, you've all right, that's another there. story. So... Since I was a kid, though, I, when I was in junior high school, I always wanted to know what makes you grow and why am I so dang short and everybody else is dollar, right? So genes are part of it, but part of it is nutrition. And I found out amino acids and all this stuff. So I started reading the Vitamin Bible by Earl Mendel. So I've always been into nutrition. And now people have kind of come around to understand that if you can recover faster or you can play longer, then you're, you're going to be a better player. So this company is not for athletes. This company is for just the average person to have better health. So in America, we have about a 70% obesity rate. So we, we focus on three things. Inflammation, which is the silent or secret killer, according to Time Magazine. There's tons and tons of people. Inflammation is the start of every disease process. So as you look around the room, you know, I love eating. What, Matt and Will, they were eating, what were you guys eating? A burrito and a, what was the? Uh, the Rockies burger. The Rockies burger. So it has chili on it. It was crazy. But it's delicious. It's good. It's good. You hear that? It's yeah. fantastic. But it doesn't do a lot for your body. Yes or yes? So what I, what I decided was I'm going to give my body some good nutrition and I'm still going to eat the Rockies burger, right? Yeah. And, I'll, and I'll learn how to, uh, to balance that out, put some balance in our life. And that's basically what we do with Evolve is we teach people how to deal with inflammation. We have products to help you like beet, the better lines from beets to help you to deal with inflammation. Then the other thing is weight management. So a lot of people have problems with weight. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm doing it. So Rob's starting a reboot. So what's a reboot? Reboot's your opportunity to actually turn your body into a fat-burning machine. <laughs> Who wants to have a fat-burning machine? Yes. So, you, so your body either, your brain is, is told to either burn fat or sugar. And your body would rather burn fat. But because of our Americanized diet, our, our gut is just jacked up as far as the flora in our gut. And basically what we do with Evolve is we put some good stuff in your stomach, some good prebiotics, some good probiotics, some good fats. That's awesome. There's good fats. How can, people, how can people find you about they that? They can't. No, they can't, they can't get no, in touch with you? No, it's a secret. It's a secret. Okay. We don't want anybody to know. All right. So don't tell anybody to go yeah. to www.markjacksonhealth.com. Say it one more time. www.markjacksonhealth.com. There you go. That. Do you it. can learn more about it. Uh, yeah, you there's can learn a lot more of about it there and all there. that good stuff. Yeah. I cannot thank you again. Was that a senseless plug? That was great. To tell no, everybody to go to www.markjackson.com. That's your supposed can't to believe that. I said www.markjackson.com on either. your show three times in a row. Unbelievable. 
I can't thank you enough for being on the show. How can people find you? I mean, you have a thousand people waiting to be your friend on Facebook, so you might be overstocked on that. But how yeah. can people find message you? Message me. Please yeah. message me on Facebook. I created a fan page. Where is CJ at? CJ actually, he took a hiatus. He ran for the border. All right. So CJ actually created a Mark Jackson 80 fan page, which is growing. And I love, like, during the football season, I'm tweeting, I'm Instagramming, I'm Facebooking, and I'm sharing with you. You're very involved with the alumni group. Yes. And so people can find you that way. Oh, wait a second. I forgot the most important thing. Yeah, of course. Go ahead. I'd be crazy not to mention this. Absolutely. So while we're helping people to help with inflammation, weight loss, and energy, we're also eradicating childhood malnutrition. Of course. So we're using a page out of Tom's book. Anyone ever heard of Tom's shoes? Yes? Buy a pair of my shoes and I'll give a pair of shoes to a kid in need. Well, there's over 6 million kids that died last year of malnutrition, yet there's plenty of food on the planet. So that's a really, really important part of what I do is not only am I helping people to get better healthy, healthy so change your life, change the world. We're actually impacting the planet. We just went over 2 million servings. Give me a round of applause. Yeah. In about three months. So that's, that's awesome. since February 28th. So every that's time awesome. someone buys a serving from Evolve, a serving of food goes out to a child that's being malnourished, that's malnourished. And it's an awesome, awesome, awesome cause. I can't thank you enough for being here with us. Thank you. And are you ready for Rob's Fast Five questions? I didn't know there was a Rob's Fast Five questions. <laughs> here we go. Your favorite, your favorite uh, memory of being a Bronco? Favorite memory of being a Bronco was Mile High Stadium. No, it was October. We were playing the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. It was a left-handed number seven, Boomer Esiason versus John Elway. And it was just no defense. The final score was 38-35. And uh, up until that point, I had caught two touchdown passes, but they were both called back for holding or illegal procedure. So John Elway starts sprinting to the right out of the pocket. And he's at the numbers. And he, I don't know how you do this. Google this. But he's running full speed towards the sideline. And he... Flips the ball about 45 yards. Wow. And I sky up over a guy named Budnard Jackson for the Cincinnati Bengals. And I, I come down in the end zone. I didn't spike the ball. I didn't do a dance. I look for flags. <laughs> Just like a pirate. That's, yeah, fool me once, shame on me. Yeah. Fool me twice, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's a that's real big... favorite memory? That's one of my favorite. The, the very first game... What year, what year was that in the Broncos? Your third year? That was in 86. So one of your... It was my yeah. first touchdown. First year. First year. First but touchdown. the first game, we were playing the Raiders. From John Elway, right? From John Elway. So yeah. we played the Raiders, and we came out... We, we always come out and warm up, and then we go back in, and then we come out as a team. So when we came out the warm up, there's a few people in the stands, and it was kind of cool. I'm in the NFL, right? Realization. We go back in, and then we come back out, there's 76,000 people screaming, and the whole thing is orange. And oh, I was I like, it. I was in awe. That was it. I was in awe. What was the nicest conversation or the best conversation you had with John Elway during your career? There were no nice conversations between John Elway. <laughs> ah. Did he steal your fries all the time? We had, a, <laughs> we had a great conversation a couple years ago, so we do the So three. there really wasn't, you didn't have a... No, we didn't. No. Why not? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. It was just that. I wish I could go back and change. Football is kind of clickish. It is. So back then, especially, all the linemen hung out. All the linebackers kind of hung out. The receivers hung out. So you didn't get a lot of linebackers that were great friends with. Yeah. Or linemen that were great friends with kickers. Everybody hated a lot the of kickers. E a lot of egos in there, too. Yeah. Kickers that aren't really football players. Okay. So. <laughs> what? Where's David Trevor, Rick Carlos, all those guys. All like, the points they scored. Yeah. yeah, I know. We used to give them hell. Well, literally, they would come to practice, warm up, and then kick a... Then they would leave, go golf. We would practice, 
And then they come back at the end of the practice. And that's when we would kick a couple. Well, then tell the out. tell the fans and tell the people uh, who are listening and, and people here in the audience here at Brooklyn's. What was your what was that conversation that you had now with Alway? The good. Oh, it was awesome. So well, tell us. We do the, the commercial for Taco Bell. Ricky Natil's in town from Florida. So uh, I said, let's go, let's go down to Elway's in Cherry Creek. He's never there, but, you know, we'll go by there and you can see it. So we go there and we eat. Of course, he's not there. Vance calls up and he actually shows up. So Vance, Ricky, and I were just kind of hanging out. And we decide we're ready to go. And as we're walking out, who walks in? John Elway. Just crazy. So we come back. He had like a table reserved. So we sat there. He says, well, let me, let me buy you guys a drink. And I got to go, but I'll, I'll sit down with you for a second. Three hours later, wow. he's still there. We're still drinking. It's getting kind of crazy. So, but, so you but we had some great conversations remi- reminiscing. That's awesome. Uh, about, because you never know what he was thinking. I know what I was thinking on the drive, but I didn't know what he was thinking. Or I, I knew what I was thinking in this big game, but I didn't know. So we were kind of sharing our perspectives of what was going on. And that was just, it was priceless. You are best known for the drive. And you actually. No, I'm not. You're not. What are you no. best known for, Mark Jackson? Um, I work with. Um, the Boys and Girls Club of, no, I'm just kidding. I know. Not are you, are you, are, do you feel you're best known for The Drive? I am. That's it. Um, Guilty. The Drive, The Drive was against the Cleveland Browns. It was a three-yard yeah, catch. It was. <laughs> three yards. But still, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> I made but, a nine-year career out of a three-yard catch. Hey, man, not so bad. Why, 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 um, my, my question for you is why are Cleveland sports so bad? Oh, I feel so bad for uh, Marty Schottenheimer. Oh, they're just so bad. Denny, Denny gets fired in Cleveland, and where does he pick up a job? Kansas City. <laughs> so he gets killed by us again. The best, the, best thing, the best thing that Cleveland has ever given us is Hector Boyardee, which became Chef Boyardee, and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's what Cleveland's known for. Wow. Chef Boyardee is more Boyer, famous Boyardee. than... Yeah, oh, boy. Chef Boyardee is more famous than You the guys Cleveland missed Browns. it earlier. We're doing jingles. Yeah. You missed it. Sorry. Mark Jackson, what... what um, what that you, was five questions, man. No, I'm not, not answering any more what, questions. What, what are you most proud of? Three. My two children are my, my pride and joy. So you heard Tiana earlier. Yeah. She's going to uh, Singapore for a PhD in mechanical engineering, which is crazy. Yeah. I'm like, why? There's plenty of great She's got your colleges brain. here. Why would, you, why would you get a PhD in mechanical engineering? From Singapore. What's the purpose? I don't know. Who knows? Are you listening? If you're watching this, Tiana, I, just, oh my gosh. I don't get it. And then my son... Is a barista in San Francisco. No, he's in, he went to Art Academy of San Francisco, and he's an actor now. Oh, very good. Yeah, he's a budding actor. And what's his name? His name is Kyle. Kyle so Tiana Jackson. and Kyle. Those, those are like my prized possessions. I possess them, too. Do you? Not really. <laughs> they do whatever <laughs> the hell they want. They don't listen to a word I say. They do the opposite of what I say, actually. If you could have do this, do that. Grow if thing. you could have anybody else's career in the NFL, this is the last question. Anybody, anybody else's, else's career. career in the NFL, whose would it be and why? Ooh, hmm, that's a good question. <laughs> you know something? I've never thought of that. that's a good question. I, the first person that came to mind was John Elway. And while there's quarterbacks that have better stats, there's quarterbacks that did things differently than John. Maybe better in some categories. It's not that you want to be a bow-legged white guy. No. Okay. With a strong arm? Yeah. No, it's not that. It's the fact that he was able to go out on top. Two Super Bowl championships and adios and right off into the sunset. So you get guys like uh, Montana who won three or four Super Bowls. I don't know. He may have won five. But when he came back to play with the Chiefs. No one. Yeah. 
Brett Favre, same thing. He came back, you know. So it was like, that was a pretty freaking incredible career. And, and as the general manager of the Denver Broncos, he's probably even exceeded everything that he did on the football field. With, I mean, he's the winningest general manager in the league. Yeah. Uh, no one's even close. The closest one is like 15 or 20 games behind him in the win category. I believe that's San Francisco, yeah. So, yeah, I think that would be a pretty good choice. Unbelievable. Mark Jackson, thank you so much for being and, here. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And hey, whoa, scared me there. He's a friend of Mark Jackson's. Yes, he's a friend of Mark Jackson's. So. We are so glad you're back in Denver, Colorado. Look for Mark Jackson on, on uh, social media. I want to thank all you fans for being here. I want to thank all you fans for being here. And I just want to remind you to listen, talk, and laugh as much as you can. Wake up every day with a purpose to do good things for people and yourself, just like Mark Jackson does. And you might be in downtown Denver at the original Brooklyn's right here with us as the topic of conversation. Thank you so much. My name is Rob Scoggins. Have a great day and good night.